and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy. I'm Matt. And we're here, back at the table again, just the two of us. Did you miss it? Can you even tell? Was the ambient sound in the last video enough to drive you bonkers? All your the answers coming up next. Did I say video? I'm really loud. You're, we're both kind of loud. Why am I? Turn it down a little why bit. Why am I really loud? Hey, hey. Ooh. Should I try again? No. Did I really say video? Mm-hmm. Episode is what I meant. <laughs> My brain can't do it. So, hey, what's been going on? I, I think that just means we've been watching way too much YouTube. Oh, that's me, to a T. <laughs> on that little phone checky thing, like, how much time do you spend on your whatever? I don't, I cannot look at the YouTube one, because it's really bad. And that's only the YouTube that I don't watch on my computer, like, during the day. Right. <laughs> bad. You can, um, there's a, in the YouTube app, there's, like, a time watched. Yeah, no. And I was like, I can't look I, at that. No. <laughs> It's just going to be sad. Um, what's going on this week is I had a whole bunch of gigs. and uh, A gig is a gig is a gig is a gig. A gig is a gig. Um, I watched the Scott Pilgrim bloopers the other day. Their bloopers? Yeah. I've never seen that. It took them 32 tries for Scott to throw the Amazon package in the trash can. <laughs> it's great. Oh, that's funny. Um, so my we played at Buzzbin on Friday night. Well, okay. We weren't supposed to play at Busman on Friday night, and then like four hours before the gig, uh, we got asked to play, and we were like, yeah, okay. Yellow. Yeah, so we played Busman Friday night, and then I got up and worked all day Saturday, and then we played Annabelle's last night. That's the musician's life, I think. Yep. I got home at two in the morning. I don't remember the last time I stayed up till two in the morning. It was not voluntary. And then, like, I get home and then I'm not tired because I was all up and out and doing stuff. <laughs> I don't have that problem. If I'm up and out and doing stuff, I'm like, I need to go home and lay down immediately. And then I fall asleep in four seconds because I'm exhausted and tired, both from physically and from the mental energy of being around people. Yeah. <clears throat> that's pretty much all that's going on with me this week. How'd the gigs go? Uh, they were fine. Was there people? There was people. That's always good, when there's people. Yeah. It was probably the most people we've ever played to at Annabelle's. Oh, well that's cool. Uh, maybe not. I mean, there's a, a good crowd. There's a lot of people at Buzzbin. It's finally spring, and people are like, I need to leave my home. Yeah. Immediately. Um, yeah, I can't remember anything else I've done this week. Well, that's all right, because I think we're going to babble a whole lot later, so we don't have to go on too long. Yeah, remember how last time we part. said it was, like, too long since we recorded last time? Well, now it's that same amount of time. Or maybe slightly less than last time. I don't know. Our schedule's been all wonky lately, and we haven't been editing things, so we hope that's okay, and we're going to get back on track when we can. We've just had a weird schedule lately and lots of weekend things. Yeah. So... It's, uh, this is Sunday night, and the episode goes up, mm, tomorrow. This is last minituation. <laughs> Yay. Usually, I, usually <laughs> I make those jokes, and then you give me nasty looks. Yay. Yay. What, uh, what's been going on with you this week? Um, 
my week week was pretty, uh, you know, normal, nothing really weird. But this weekend, I had a weekend with my family. So on Saturday, I went home. And uh, my brother was playing in the alumni portion of Panstock, which is the steel drum festival that our high school has, basically. The band has a steel band, and then they do like a big show festival-y thing every year. It's like a, a one-night thing. But uh, since it's the 10th anniversary, they had alumni from the past like nine or ten years since it's been, since they were doing it, come back. And he went back, and a bunch of kids... Mostly his age were the ones that were there, but, you know, older members came back and they played some of their old songs, which I had seen him play a lot back then, so, like, I still knew some of them, mm-hmm. and that was really fun to watch him play. And there were other groups, too, other school groups, and they got this band to play, which was interesting. It's something they hadn't done before. I guess the drummer in that band also plays Pan and so met the the instructor through different things. Um, so it was like a... They were the exact midpoint between Maroon 5 and Kings of Leon. The guy sounds exactly like Adam Levine, and it's if Adam Levine was singing over Kings of Leon songs, <laughs> that's what this band was. And it even said that in their kind of little bio write-up thing. Um, it also said that they won like a competition to open up for Bon Jovi in Madison Square Garden. So that's kind of funny that they did that. They're from New York, and they were called Oak and Ash, and they were really good, but the other uh, steel bands got done too early, so they played for an hour, and it was too long. They were really good, and I enjoyed it, but I just wanted to see the steel band. So, I mean, I didn't mind watching them, but after a while, I was like, I am ready for the pans now. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was kind of cool to have something different there, though. Um, and then today was Grandparents' Day at church, so I went with my family, and we got uh, lunch and stuff. And we watched a whole butt-ton of Cash Cab this afternoon, and just tried to answer all the questions and to see how much we knew. And um, I realized that most of the answers that I knew was from, like, like I knew what um, uh, Continental Drift was. They were like, another name for plate tectonics. It's why California's going to be in Japan someday. And uh, I was like, I know that because of the Magic School Bus. And, like, I was like, and I know this because of some computer game I had. And I knew this because of high school uh, history class. Uh, What's the ship that wasn't the Titanic that sunk but always gets overshadowed by the Titanic? You remember? The Lusitania? Yeah. See, I remembered that one from Mr. Tolan's class. I think that was the one. The U.S. history? Yeah. Yeah. I needed to whip my whistle. Um... (laughs) What? <laughs> what? You could have just taken a drink. No. You didn't have to announce it. Listen, I like to be entertaining on the radio, <laughs> and if I'm not talking a nonstop stream of words and messing them up because I'm trying to do that, then who's even going to care to listen to me? Um, so, anywho, we had a good old trivia time today, and uh, now we're here, and that's about it. My only other thing that I wanted to announce publicly to the people is that uh, Taylor Swift's new song is bad, fam. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. <laughs> she collaborated with Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco, and I was like, this is either going to be only good because of Brendan or really bad. And it's closer to really bad, and it's unfortunate because they're going to play the heck out of it, and it's going to be the song of the summer. I can already tell you that, but it's not good at all. And that hurts me deeply because I love Panic at the Disco. And he sounds great. It's not that he doesn't sound good. It's just not not a great song. I cannot get on board with it. It's kind of dumb. 
his parts are the best parts, and if he wasn't in it, I would absolutely hate it. But with him in it, it's just like, this feels like a Target commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and the I didn't even watch the music video, but anything I'm seeing from it, I'm like, this looks like a Target commercial. <laughs> it's, uh, not into it, dudes. I'm sorry to say. If you like it, that's fine. But also, Taylor Swift fans, where is your God now? Because if you're telling me you like it, I don't think I believe that you believe that. <laughs> so, I, I just, that was a time this week. That's been a thing I've been thinking over a lot. Did you see that Beck put out a new song? I'm scared. It's not good. <laughs> it was like a, I think it was something with he collaborated with Pharrell Williams. Those are never... Those don't usually work out, bruh. The last time that worked out was the Beatles featuring Eric Clapton. No, I meant uh, Pharrell in particular. Oh. <laughs> no, any featuring song. Like, he's produced some good songs for other people, but anytime it's, like, featuring Pharrell, I haven't. Unless I'm forgetting something, I don't think I usually like it. Blurred Lines is the worst song ever because it was promoting rape, and we don't do that. But it was on the radio for a summer. So remember that time? Do you remember 2013 or whatever that was? It was a bad time. It was a bad time. Uh, So I can't forgive him for that, and therefore... Also, he sings that happy song that was in the Minions movie. Right. That people liked for no reason, because it just repeated itself the whole time. And I just think about Minions when it's on, and I'm like, why did we let this happen? Who allowed this? I certainly didn't. Now, if you put Mark Ronson on your track, you get an uptown funk, and everything is fine. Isn't that a Mark Ronson song featuring Bruno Mars? On paper. <laughs> In reality, no. I, I, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I don't even know who Mark Ronson is or what he did on that song. Uh, nothing. <laughs> but, anywho... So is that all we got, or you got more feelings on I'm gonna, on Top 40 Radio? Listen, if any song title has feet in parentheses, I already don't like it. Uh, I'm going to spoiler my things of the week, because I've had Boy With Love by BTS featuring Halsey in my head forever, since Miley showed it to me. That is a great song, and half of it's in Korean, and so I can only sing parts of it in my head and just think of the rest. It's so good. It's amazing. I'm like, I, I don't want to be a K-pop fan just because I was like, I don't need another thing to be thinking about all the time. But I'm a step closer now. Ready? All right. I'm going to list all of the good featuring songs right now. And they're not even listed as that. And I don't have to think hard about it because there's not very many of them. Uh, Michael Jackson featuring Eddie Van Halen. Uh, the Beatles featuring Billy Preston. Uh... That might be it. Uh, Queen featuring David Bowie. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams. <laughs> Were you not alive in 2010? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I only like the Haley Williams part, mostly. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm forgetting one. I'm going to feel real stupid about it in a bit. Uh, Jimi Hendrix featuring... Jack the Cassidy and oh. Steve Winwood. What's that? Uh, they, like one song on the. Were those people electric? alive at the same time? Yeah, I have no concept of time. I just have to tell you that now. 
my brain cannot conceptualize that anything happened at the same time as anything else. Everything is an isolated incident to me. Like, something couldn't be happening, like, in this part of the world and in this part of the world at the same time. There was only one thing. There was one singular reality. Sure. Oh, today's my grandfather's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. He won't hear this, probably. Nope. I don't think so. But we'll throw it out into the universe anyway. You ready to move on? I guess so. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. It's Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Bop! You can go. I guess I'll go. Um, I have some YouTube recommendations. Um, the first is a video by Patrick H. Williams, and it's called The Broken Formula of Music Biopics. Um, and it's basically just uh, criticizing how that all music biopics are the same. Uh, except for the, the good ones, the really good ones, um, but all the rest of them are exactly the same, and I never really thought about it that much, and now I'm frustrated. Um, also, you should watch the Evil Mastermind by Olin Rogers. He put out a new story; it's mm -hmm. really funny. Uh, also, some channels to check out: um, Twelve Tone, um, really cool kind of musical analysis sort of things. I'm usually on board for, like, the first half of the video, and then he gets into really crazy stuff, and it hurts my brain. Is that um, the person that did the cat piano video? No, that's Adam Neely. Oh, okay, I couldn't remember. Um, Twelve Tone is really funny, because it's just, like, narration, but he, like, draws what he's saying. Did he do the one that was, like, the the fifth in pop? The oh, oh, that's in pop? Uh, is that who did that no, one? Oh, okay, I, I can't remember either. Think so. Is that a Vox video? Or, that sounds like a Vox Maybe video. it was. I'll have, to, I'll have to show you some 12-tone stuff. His stuff's really funny. He draws your little elephants everywhere. <laughs> um, also, uh, the album Waiting on a Song by Dan Auerbach, which we reviewed for the podcast a long time ago. Many moons. And it came up at work the other day, and I played some of it, and my co my coworker really liked it, so we listened to it. Just all the way through today. And it's so good. It's such a fun album. Mm -hmm. um, also, for uh, music pedal gear nerds, uh, the JHS vlog is super interesting. And that pedal show is super interesting. They had a like an hour and a half conversation with Ed O'Brien. And it was great. Who? Ed O'Brien from the Radioheads. Oh, I don't know people's names. He's the other guitar player that's not Tom or John. There's someone named John in radio. Oh, Johnny. Oh. <laughs> okay, I know who that is, I think. <laughs> Tom York is Radiohead, right? That's just his artist name. And he just has friends around him to make weird noises to help him. Right? That's what Radiohead is, I think. Uh, kind of? <laughs> no, I mean, not really, though. It's a, they, they really have a... I mean, all of those people in that band matter to the sound. One time, my friend Evelyn referred to Maroon 5 as Adam and the Maroons. Seriously. Like, she she really meant it. Not as a joke. She was just like, that's the band, right? <laughs> Adam and the Maroon 5? Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, also, Pop Culture Detective. Um interesting video essays on movies and tv and the such 
and I just discovered a new thing like an hour ago. Uh, it's a oops, oops. Uh, it's a show that I found on Facebook called Lineup, and it's really interesting. Um, they'll like get a, a person to be like the person, and then they'll have like eight people come in, and it's like, uh, guess what this person's job is, or uh, how much money does this person make, or uh, whose baby is this? And it's really interesting. <laughs> whose baby is this? Things of the week. Bob. Uh, cool. So this week, my things of the week include my favorite things to listen to have been that BTS song and also Paramore. Been listening to a lot of Paramore this week. Mostly pop punk. Uh, the My Panic at the Disco Pandora station has been doing a good job. Um, also been watching Queer Eye again. I didn't stop for any particular reason. I just get off the tracks every once in a while. So I finally got back to watching more Queer Eye and it's so good. Uh, today, I found a video on Facebook that was... Uh, the Drake and Josh theme song, except for it was edited to be Anakin and Obi-Wan over the Drake and Josh theme song with the little animations with the arrows and stuff and just clips of them together. It's very funny. Um, Also, Stardew Valley, still want to play that all the time. Uh, I found a new YouTube channel called Loxton and Noggin. Uh, They do... It's interesting. What I watched is they have a bunch of Pokemon videos and they explain Pokemon things with science and to show how close it is to nature, sort of. Hmm. They have a lot of different video game videos and stuff. I haven't watched all of them yet. They have some titles that seem interesting. Um, But so, as an example, the one video was um, some Pokemon have differences in different games. Um, The males and the females look different. So, like, bigger horns or whatever on the males or different colors on them. And they compared, like, the animals that the Pokemon is based on and if their males and females are different and why those differences are. So they sort of just talked about why why those might be if you looked at it from a scientific standpoint. And it sounds super boring, but they're, like, they're cool and they're funny about it and everything. Mm-hmm. But I learned things at the same time because they're like, this is kind of like this animal which does this for this reason. Yeah. So it was cool. Um, I want to watch more of their stuff and check it out. And finally, chickpeas. I want to learn how to cook more things with chickpeas in them because they're good. Is it just because you like saying chickpeas? No. Because that's, just, that's why like, I would do it. They're like the only bean that I like. So I think I should eat more of them because beans are good for you. But baked beans are bleh. Yep. Things of the week. Bop. 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 How low can I go? Bop. That was just a frog sound. <laughs> Okay, you want to tell them what we're doing next? Now, shh, shh. Yes, you have I do. to not make sounds like that. I'm so excited. Uh, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Mostly you. <laughs> Exclusively me. Um, it's the moment I've been waiting for for... Uh, How long have you known like me? Like nine years now. Longer than that. Um, we watched <laughs> the Star Wars prequels. All three. And we're going to review them for you. All three. Now. All three. <laughs> I, so. That was just me advertising in so the middle of the podcast. Context. I wanted to do a Star Wars movie every week for ten weeks and just watch them all. <laughs> and review much. them every week. And Ivy said, that's too much. I said, no one wants to hear that unless we're doing a Star Wars podcast. I want to hear Maybe that. Maybe we'll do a spinoff podcast where we do that. That would be my favorite thing. There's a cat having a time somewhere. Um, 
Matt said that we should do a series where it's me trying to explain the plot of Star Wars, even though I only half understand what's going on, because after the second one, I'll tell you now, peek behind the curtain, I had a lot of questions, and I was like, can you tell me what happened? And then I said, wait, I'm going to tell you what I think happened, and you stop me every time I'm wrong. And I got stopped a good handful of times, and I did not understand. It was very entertaining. Oh. So maybe we can do that or something if, if everybody screams. It, um, we, uh, okay. So. <laughs> Collectively, at the we, same time. Yeah. Uh, we should say, if you've not seen the Star Wars prequels, first of all, how dare you? Uh, second of all, spoilers abound. And third of all, you're valid, because I was that until three days ago. Except for you weren't valid. I was, and you can shush. You were living in incorrectness. That's fine. So, Star Wars. The prequels. The prequels. Um, if you live under a rock are episodes one, two, and three, which actually came out fourth, fifth, and sixth in order. And it's, Don't, it's don't a, try to think too hard about it. It's the prequels to the Luke and Leia stuff. It's what happened before that. And uh, that's it. So why don't you uh, start us off with, overall, what do you think of the prequels? Uh, overall, I think everyone is wrong. They're great. What? That's a funny joke. Now tell us what you really think. I... So, here's the thing. For a long time, I was like, those are not good movies. I don't like them. Um, they're great. I think they're great. Really? Maybe not great. Maybe great is an overstatement. They're pretty good. Now, for you, you have to separate this from the Clone Wars completely. I know. Okay. Just saying. You can't consider that as part of this at all. I'm not. I mean, okay. the, the Clone Wars is like my third favorite Star Wars thing. Well, see, because that's like... Because it expands upon things in here, and I feel like knowing that background that you got from that that I don't know, but... um could influence the way that you feel about the characters in these movies. Even when if you're not, like, thinking this thing from the Clone Wars, yeah. you liking them in the Clone Wars might change your perception of them in the movies a little? I guess so. Mayhaps. I guess so. I mean, all of my favorite Clone Wars characters aren't in the movies. Okay, that's just... Or they I are just briefly. throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, is that all you want to say? Uh, for my opening statements, yes. No, you're not allowed to talk anymore. That's that's all you're gonna. That's all we're gonna say. Okay. Um. Overall, I think, yeah, they weren't as unnecessary or bad at all as people make them sound. It's cool to hate the prequels. I know that. Um, there's things to hate on. I'm gonna be honest, but um, I think there are good things about them. My question is whether those good things were on purpose. Or not? <laughs> Which is an interesting take. I think they had a lot of potential. I think they did some cool things, but I think there are places that they didn't live up to the potential that they kind of could have had. Agreed. Or that they set themselves up for, even. Agree. So, what things did you like? Uh, the, the overarching story through the whole thing is so good. Yeah, it is pretty good. It's so good. As, like, an origin story. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good one. Um, and it's, it's funny, like, I haven't watched these in a long time. Um, 
So, like, going back and watching them all again in order, there's lots of, like, little details and stuff Mm -hmm. that I picked up on this time that are really minute and really clever. And I actually think, like, super well done. Throw me an example. Um, In Revenge of the Sith, when Obi-Wan is going to kill General Grievous, he's, like, getting ready to leave, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The last thing that he says to Anakin is goodbye, old friend, which is a really odd choice of words. Yeah. Except for that's the last time he talks to him before he's evil. As a friend. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) Right? I hadn't thought about that. I never noticed that until this time. And I'm like, and like, why would you notice that? Yeah. No. But yeah, like it's, that's the, like the last time they speak as friends. That's so sad. Would you mind pausing it for just a second? So what else? Uh, what was I talking about? Little details. Little details. What other little details did I remember and now am forgetting? I don't know. Uh, in episode one, Jabba the Hutt is credited as himself. Yes, it's great. I made that my cover photo on That's Facebook. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, also something I thought, they're actually really funny. There's lots of, like, good humorous Mm -hmm. moments in it. I agree. And one of the complaints that I heard about, uh, The Last Jedi was it's, the humor is not consistent to the humor used in the rest of Star Wars. Not correct. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, Like, I, I don't think I'd agree with people that said that. People that don't like The Last Jedi are wrong. Remember how people didn't like Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. You know how it's cool to be mad that a movie wasn't perfect and wasn't exactly what you wanted it to be? No, but Endgame no, but is out now, Ivy. So that's the only movie Actually, that everybody loves it, so that's fine. That's they're because, having a good time. That's because they're the brainwashed masses now. They're fine. They're not hurting anyone. It's Disney that's hurting everyone. <laughs> that is true. Now that they're all out, though, I might, like, actually make an effort to watch some of them. Now that I don't have to keep up. I mean, they're not going to stop making superhero movies. I know. <laughs> uh, but now we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, um, so, okay, the story's so good. Um, you really get invested into the characters. Yeah. Which is, I mean, something that the, the, pre, or the original trilogy does really well. Like, you genuinely care about all of the characters, even the bad guys, which is really weird. Um, Like, even after Anakin turns evil, you're still, like, concerned about him. And, like, even the Emperor, like, when he's trying to overthrow the guy, like, you're a little bit like, oh, I hope he does it. I don't know if that was my feeling, but I do agree that I felt things about pretty much every character. Yeah. It was more so, like, why is no one doing anything about this? Like, he's obviously bad, and you're like, he's going to do the bad thing. It wasn't like you wanted him to, but you knew he was going to. Right. And it made you, like, <gasps> suspenseful. And it wasn't so much that I... I'm just going to say this now, because otherwise I'm going to end up repeating you in a second, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, it's that, like, Anakin walks the perfect line between sympathetic and you absolutely hate him at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... 
he's right in the middle. You can't do one or the other. You have to do both at the same time somehow. And it's like you care so much because you know that he doesn't have to be doing what he's doing. So it makes you feel terrible. You're like, stop, please don't do this. It's not like, oh, I feel bad for you. After a certain point, it's like, why did you have to go down this path? Like, why did this have to happen? Right. And you're, like, torn apart because of it. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, mm, other other details yes. that I missed and now got. Like, the whole reason for the Clone Wars happening. And, like, the blockade in the first one. Yeah. And, like why, like, they were trying to kill Padme in the second one. Yeah. Like, I missed all of those things when I watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. And they're really subtle. This is actually, this is one of my complaints, is that a lot of the, like, important details as to why things are happening are really quickly glossed over. Mm-hmm. But I I think it's it's actually kind of really clever. Like, the fact that a lot of the political jargon is really confusing and you don't know exactly what's going on and why things are happening is exactly what all of the characters in the movie are experiencing. Yes, you're right. Um, so you're just as confused as they are. Right. I think I totally agree. And I wonder if it's as effective in this Movie where everything is so complicated, even without that happening. Yeah. I wonder if that's as effective as it is. Because I like movies that do that sometimes, and I think it's a good technique. That made it that made this these movies hard for me. Yeah. So I don't know if it worked as well as maybe it could have, but I do think that was the intent. Yeah. I mean, I... Phantom Menace came out 20 years ago, and like yeah. <laughs> I just now understood why they were blockading Naboo. I mean, I still don't know why. It was just, it was just so, because Chancellor Valorum wouldn't have done anything about it. And, like, once they launched launched the invasion, he, like, refuses to make, like, take action. And so they call for a vote of no confidence, which is how the Palpatine gets elected. Well, I get that, but why Naboo and not somewhere else? Because... That's that's my question. Because Naboo is Palpatine's home planet. Oh, I never picked I, up on that th- at all. Yeah, he's the senator from there. Padme's the senator from there. In The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Uh, Padme is the queen. Yeah. Palpatine is the senator. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, I think it's... I think it it's a little bit like a sympathy card. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's going to take action and yeah. stuff. I think it's a little bit of that. And also, that's the only way... Like, because he orchestrated that, yeah. he knew that that's what she would do. What was what she would do? Like, vote for no oh, confidence. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So the whole thing is that the Emperor planned all of that. Yeah. Like, the whole prequel was all 100% on purpose, which is crazy. It's crazy for me to think about. Like, even him, like, getting electrocuted and shocked a bunch and stuff. Yeah. Like, was kind of on purpose. Because then he's like, look what they've done to me. Yeah. It's crazy. he was cool with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where the writing is good in the prequels. Yeah. In, like, the plot twists and overlaps and junk. Yes. What other things did you like? Anything else you want to say? Um, the soundtrack's so good. Yeah. John Williams does no wrong, ever. Listen, Anakin killed all those people, and then the Darth Vader theme played. Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> that was really good. That's why he's the best. That was good school. You know what's actually really, what I thought's really interesting? There's a lot of that movie that has no soundtrack, or a lot of the prequels that have no soundtrack uh-huh. under them. And then when it comes in, it's like really You're impactful. Like, like um, the whole scene in the second one where they're like flying through the asteroid field and he's like shooting the bombs at him. Yeah. There's no soundtrack there. Like, absolutely nothing. None. And then it does, like, the sound bomb thing. Right. Yeah. Because that's, like, in the theater, that's really freaking cool. Yeah. But then, when he goes to launch the missiles at him, then the music comes in. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing happens in the pod race. Like, the whole first lap of the pod race, maybe first, like, two laps. It's just, like, sound. There's no music. Yeah. It's just, like, zooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is cool. It's so good. Yeah. For sure. That's what I liked about it. I, I mean, I could go on forever about stuff I like about it, but for, in the interest of keeping it not two hours Seven long. Seven hours long. Yeah. So that we don't just sit here and explain the whole movie. Yeah. And the podcast is as long as the movie. Twice as long uh, as we have to stop and talk about it. All right, here's other good stuff. Obi-Wan Kenobi's great. Yes. Even though he's a little confused sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, he's such a good character. You love him so much. Yeah, you really do. Uh, General Grievous is great. He's the best villain in all of Star Wars, and I'll fight you. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> He's a cyborg man with a motorcycle circle. <laughs> Except for why does a robot cough? Cause I guess because he's a person, but still. Yeah, he's a cyborg. So why didn't they just make him a robot? <laughs> why did they keep, why did they give him a cough? It makes him interesting. I know, I'm just, I'm I just saw, pointing out the logic. I saw a meme that was like, uh, uh, General Grievous is a cyborg, and when he coughs, he covers his mouth, even <laughs> though he doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Be more like General Grievous. I mean, it's it's basically like a, he, he, he puts up his, his frailness front so that you don't realize how strong he is. No, I think he actually has asthma. Or oh, like, maybe. Or like, I mean, he... And then he goes, Suck, I got forearms! That's, that's so cool. He's so cool. Is there anything else? No. I We can just talk about You've hit Grievous most of my points. Okay. Um, overall, I think there's a lot of just cool scenes in general, and like, good memorable ones. Um, the pod race is super cool. Just, like, just thematic moments, I guess. Just watching that scene was cool. Like, mm-hmm. there was nothing boring about it. Um, the monsters at, like, the ex- execution, I thought was really cool when they let the three monsters out and they mm-hmm. had to fight the monsters. Uh, I said, whoa, those are some cool Pokemans they got in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like everything with General Grievous in it. And I forgot about the the, the lizard bird that went, whoa, whoa, and I forgot how cool he was. <laughs> so I like that guy. Um... Just lots of cool creatures in these ones. Yeah. I liked them a lot. Um, fight scenes in general are all really good. And most of like the, the flying scenes are good, too. I thought... Um, I like the one where they're chasing the, the, the assassin lady. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you lost her. And then he just goes, boop. 
jumps out of the thing or whatever. Right. Um, that part was cool. And the humor during that part was super good. I wrote that down, too, that I think almost all of the humor lands pretty well. Mm-hmm. The only one where I went, boo, was that one where 3PO was like, this is a drag when his head was being dragged behind. I was like, that's the worst joke I've ever I, heard. That whole <laughs> sequence is terrible. Yeah. The I, whole, like, R2-D2 and C-3PO in the factory, and he's like gets his head knocked off, and he's, like, yeah, bobbling Yeah, that was just silly. It's... It's not good. Spoiler of my grievances, because we're just kind of going back and forth anyway. I don't think they should have been in these movies at all. In fact, <laughs> uh, one of my grievance, grievances... Grievances? Grievances? Um, one of my general grievances. <laughs> How many times can we say it? Is that the secret word for today? <laughs> Ding! Um, these movies, as well as the sequel movies... Spend too much effort shoehorning stuff from the original trilogy into them. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, like, if it was one or two things, I'd be like, fine. But it's, they do it's it, not. They, in these ones, they do it a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. And it's like, that's it's not necessary. Right. Like, what is necessary? The central characters, right? Yeah. Because that's... Who the story is based around. Right. This is Anakin's, Darth Vader's uh, origin story. Right. We didn't also need to know C-3PO's origin story that badly. Right. Or it could have been, like, he shows up one time. I, he doesn't need to be. Like, they, I just don't. Like, yeah, I don't and like R2-D2 it. don't need to be in the prequels. Though I do like the opening of episode three. I think R2 is funny in it. Yeah. Like, I do like that part. Where he, you know, it it turns on its side and he like slides down. Yeah. And he like shoots the oil everywhere. That is funny, but overall, I kind of wish right. they weren't in it. Um, the worst one. The worst one is in the in the third one when it's it's Chewbacca. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't do it. Like, he doesn't that's do not anything. necessary. Yeah, they just wanted to to get to you happen. with the nostalgia feels. I literally remember there being like the McDonald's toys, and there was a Chewbacca that you could get. Yeah. He was in the movie for four and a half seconds. Like, long enough for Yoda to say his name one time. Exactly. That was the whole, that yeah, was the whole thing. that was dumb. Um, and, and it's just, it's a little bit like, instead of creating new interesting characters and, like, places and things, they just rehash the old ones. Like, the fact that, yeah. you know, Anakin is from Tatooine. Yeah, I mean... It's just not entirely necessary. I guess not. But it it would make sense, though, like, that they take Luke back to his family anyway. Sure. So, you know, I don't know if... I feel like that one was okay. Okay. But I see what you're... I totally agree with what you're saying, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe there are other examples. That right. one makes sense to me. Sure. Um, the flip side of that complaint is that all of the new characters that they introduce are immediately killed off. Yeah. No new character <laughs> survives longer than the span of one movie. The exception being Count Dooku, and he makes it about ten minutes into the second <laughs> Yeah, they one. kill him real fast. But Qui-Gon Jinn, Darth yeah. Maul, Jar Jar Binks disappears, which is fine. Um, well, he just kind of phases out. Yeah. They're like, we don't want to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, Count Dooku, they kill. General Grievous makes it half a movie. I, 
Well, it's not like they could have lived because they weren't in four, five, and six. Right. But you also but you you don't get the full weight of them dying because you haven't because had enough care. time. Yeah. Like Qui Gon, maybe because he's sort of like the, he's the main character of the first movie. Yeah, I would say. Like it's not Anakin, it's not Obi Wan. Right. He's the main character. Yeah. So it's like, and that has like emotional weight to it. Yeah. But like Darth Maul hasn't been around long enough for us to like care, or that it seems like much of a victory. You know what I mean? You're just like, man, that guy looks cool and scary. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> He's just there to look at you with his eyes real big. Yeah. Like, why couldn't it have been General Grievous the whole time? Yeah. And then when he finally does kill him in the third movie, you're like, yeah, I got him. I will always vote for more General <laughs> Grievous. Um... Uh, I'm sorry. What? Um, I really we hit all my likes, so let's just talk okay. about grievances. Now. Well, I was already you, into my grievances. I know we're we're overlapping a little bit this time, but that's because this is complicated. Yeah, there are complicated feelings. Here. It's yes. What other grievances you got? Um, I did say that the political details are a little hard to follow. Yeah, and it's not that it's like, oh, you're not getting it. It's this they breeze over stuff real quick. Yeah, and like little details about things they don't like make them big enough deals and so then you're watching it and you're like i don't get it and then when you watch them 50 times like i have and then watch them 10 years later you're like oh i get it now (laughs) it was it's like sometimes they're like we gotta get through this political stuff so that we can watch anakin and padme make bedroom eyes at each other and then get angry yeah for 10 minutes instead of sending spending 10 minutes on like explaining why the why people are, you know, doing, doing the Senate things or whatever. Right. Um, the acting in Phantom Menace is terrible. Yes. <laughs> Natalie Portman is not good. In I disagree. Movie. I think she's pretty good. I, I didn't think so. I mean, her character is supposed to be super rigid, I think. Yeah. I think that's fine. Put a pin in that comment. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, and I said that, well, I said, like, the political details are, are hard to follow, but it's, it makes sense in universe. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's my biggest, uh, gripes that might not be typical prequel gripes, because I figured you are just, you're going to nail all of those. Uh, so go ahead. Maybe. <laughs> why, why would you say that? Do you think I didn't understand? Because I didn't understand. No, I did. Um, I think that they cut between scenes too many times. Uh, I like that it's like, you know, for, you're you're here on this planet with Obi-Wan, then you're back here on this planet with Anakin, and then you're over here with Yoda's doing. Like, I'm totally cool with that, and I like that you get all those perspectives and stuff, but sometimes they would cut a scene in half and then go back to it, and I think that's dumb. Because that took me out of the scene, and I don't think I got to enjoy it as much. We keep going back to the General Grievous thing. But you get to see the first half of it, and then it cuts away to something for a couple minutes. And then you come back, and then he finishes him off. And it's short. It makes it feel shorter. So I don't think the scene felt as fleshed out because it got cut in half. Even though we didn't really miss anything. Like, looking away from it for a minute, and then coming back to it made it feel not as, like, involved. And I didn't like that. Mostly I noticed that in the third one, but I think it happened a little bit 
in the others, too. But I thought the third one was especially bad. Even at the end, I think it was too many times between Yoda and between them on the lava place. Yeah. I think it should have been just, like, if they cut one or two times in the middle. But it was, like, four or five times we went back and forth. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Oh, also, that sequence is way too long. The lava stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty. I mean, it's all pretty cool, though. Like, it's a pretty cool fight still, but it is really long. Because the final battle, that whole thing, starts 30 minutes from the end of the movie. Right. That's really long. It's just, it's far too much, and nothing new really happens. They're just whacking at each other for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, it could have been shorter, I guess. Um, yeah, the little details fly by too fast, and then they spend too long on the things that we do understand, I think. Yeah. They argue for too long about why they can't be in love, and we're like... We do get it. Now, please explain to me why the <laughs> trade embargo is happening or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think the second one is the worst one. That was the one where I was most annoyed the whole time because everybody was just being stupid. <laughs> like, nobody was communicating with each other, and that made all, every problem happen. And that was annoying. Obi-Wan's super mean to Anakin that whole movie. There's, like, one or two jokey mo- moments, but yeah. he's mostly just like, hey, don't do that. Hey, show some <laughs> respect. Well, yes, I totally agree. And I think part of it is supposed to be because he wasn't really ready to train someone else before he had to because yeah. they killed Liam Neeson. So I think that was maybe supposed to be showing that, like, he's doing his best even if he's not the best teacher in the world. And that was also a contributing factor to why Anakin had troubles. Yeah. Um. Because Obi-Wan wasn't really ready himself. Anyway, yeah. and even at the end, they're like, you still got stuff to figure out, man. Like, you're still... Like, Yoda was like, you still got stuff to do. Yeah. Um, even though he was, like, in charge of things. Yeah. So, um, I think that maybe that was part of that. Hmm. Um, I feel like they had to focus so much on Anakin's character that, for the most part, the other ones didn't get to be developed quite as much. Like, you like them, but they didn't get to change the way that we saw him, like, change as a person. Yeah. They were pretty static, a lot of the rest of them. Even though I really liked them and I really, like, was involved with their stories, I would have liked some more development or some more, like, background on some of them. Mm-hmm. Like, how did Padme become queen? She, We know she got elected, but we don't know anything else about it or how she felt about that, about being, like, a queen when she was, like, 10 years old, 13, yeah. or however old she was supposed to be. That's just, like, an example. She touches on it really briefly in the second one. They're, like, just walking and having a conversation. Right. I don't know. It just seems like there was was potential to, like, go a little bit deeper into some other characters, but we did have to spend so much time on Anakin. It's kind of a shame that we didn't get to see a little bit more development in other people, even if we did like them and care about them. Um... Do, 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 do. Um, it's super cool that I never realized there were, like, female Jedi then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but none of them ever get to talk or get a name, and that's bullshit. That's accurate. They do have names. Everyone has names. No, I, I do know they do, but they don't ever get to say anything. Yes. Like, there's that cool blue lady uh, that gets shot in the flower place yeah. when they start killing everybody. I don't know. Why couldn't one of them have been that pointy-headed guy that got to talk sometimes? Right. I, that was dumb. but Because I, I didn't even know. And, like, I'd seen, for anybody who doesn't know my life story, I had the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was episode three in the theater because we were on vacation and bored. And so for a long time, that was the only one I had ever seen. 
And I'd seen that movie, and I didn't even realize that there were female Jedi. I thought Rey was the first one until, like, a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of a shame. I, it's product of its time. They weren't thinking about that then. I, it's not... It's whatever. But that is something that I noticed. Um... Um, I, it was weird, especially in the second one. I thought sometimes the graphics looked worse than they should. Hmm. There were sometimes where I was like, that doesn't like, there were things in the original trilogy that looked better that they did without computers. Yeah. That there were some things in like one and two that looked cheesy that they did with computers that they couldn't have done. Right. Back then. I, I can't think of any like concretely off the top of my head i didn't write anything i mean down, but that's like. that's another common commonly cited issue with these is that instead of focusing on character development they focused on look at, these, look at these fancy computers we have now i don't know that i completely agree with that like i think i don't think they leaned on it quite too far yeah i was just surprised that some of it didn't look quite as good as I thought it was going to. I think episode three looks really good pretty much all around. Yeah. But one and two, I know they're a little bit older, and that's cool, but there were some things that I thought looked a little cheesy. Um, the dialogue's pretty awful. They don't talk how people talk, and they don't even talk how Star Wars people talk sometimes. Here's my thought. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that, and I have feelings. Okay. Anakin and Padme are the two least adjusted, like, well-adjusted people in the whole universe. Yeah. Or in the, the whole <laughs> No, Star the Wars. actual no, universe. No, not yet. So, Padme was elected to be the queen at 14. Yeah. Right? So her whole life, basically, or her whole adolescence was spent being a queen. Yeah. And so she has to be super, like, proper. Diplomatic. And, yeah. Yeah, proper. Um... And so she doesn't, like, you would assume that she doesn't do the things that other 14-year-olds do. Yeah. Right? And Anakin is whisked away from his mother into this religious cult. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, he doesn't know how to talk to girls or, like, have friends. Or... He definitely doesn't know how to talk to girls, I'll tell you that, right <laughs> off the bat. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, I he always... He sees her, and within four seconds, he's like, I love you. Right. And she's like, dude. <laughs> like a couple times. She's like, hop off, my boy. Um, and it's, I think, like what everyone chalks up to bad writing, I'm kind of like, it's sort of how their characters are supposed to be. And the reason that they get along so well is that they're both so poorly adjusted. Like they're both kind of messes, right? Yeah, I. you're right. My only thing is it is impossible to tell if that was on purpose. And that's my thing about these <laughs> movies is I don't know if that was on purpose. That's a great like explanation and yeah. it works. It absolutely does. It makes sense. That's that's but what I don't I'm going to go with because I don't know if we can say that that's what it was supposed to be, but we can read it that right. way. Right. Okay. So I thought of this and it's really terrible, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Anakin in the second movie mm -hmm. is like 17. No, yeah. he's like, yeah, 17, yeah, right. 19. Because I think he's 19 in, like, the third one, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I, I thought I read that. I'm sure it's available on the internet. Because I was curious, because she was supposed to be older than him, and so I looked it up. Yeah. I um, think that was right. 
Anakin, like, you know, in school, like, when you're always a little concerned that somebody's going to shoot up the school, like one of the kids. <sighs> yes. He's kind of that guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does that he thing. He does that thing. You're not wrong and it hurts me. <laughs> it's, I like, for whatever reason. He does the thing. It Like, the dialogue is so uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. this guy has zero social skills. Yeah. No one gives him any emotional support. Mm-mm. And so he's just super weird and super awkward and has no idea how to deal with. He was also a slave for, like. Right. Eight years or something. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, you're free, but you don't get to see your mom anymore. And also, you've got to come with us and uh, fight things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's effed up. I, I, like, I thought of that, and I'm like, that's, it's kind of, that's how he is. And it explains a lot yeah. of the weird dialogue and the weird everything. His, like, his delivery makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Sometimes. And I don't. And maybe that's why, and maybe I just don't like how Hayden Christensen talks. I don't know, but... Yeah, but if... I don't like the way that if, he talks at all. Yeah, but if it's but that's, that's how why. that character talks, doesn't it make you super uncomfortable? Well, I've never seen him in any other movies, so I don't know how he talks. Because has he been in literally anything? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I hope that he's just like a dentist now or something. I hope he has a regular job. I hope he's one of those people. I don't know, but, like, that was the big hang-up for a lot of people, and I, like, once I sort of, like, reconfigured it in my mind, I was like, it kind of works really well. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, Jar Jar does suck. I don't like him. Indeed. And I'm glad that they phased him out pretty quickly. Like, in the second one, he does, like, one thing. Yeah. And then in the third one, he is at the funeral, and that's, like, literally it. Yeah. He's, like, in the background once or twice. He, I don't think he has any lines at all. In the third one, um... One time? I don't think he has any lines in the third one. No, I don't think he does either. He's just in the background a couple times. Yeah, he's in the second one briefly. I, the, I saw something that was, like... he goes in her place and does right. the vote or whatever. Right? Um, Yeah. Uh, that they said that George Lucas wanted it to be more kid-friendly, but then, oops, he's murdering children in the third one. <laughs> so so we can't have this silly clown no more, because that's just inappropriate. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't, he's not good. That was a bad plan. Um, we already said the 3PO and R2 thing. Yep. And uh, I like to complain that these movies are too long. They're not, they're not too, too long, but... I... Like, there's a lot, there's a lot to cover, Here's and I don't necessarily think they should be shorter, but I don't know that they're paced correctly, because they feel like they're two hours long. Yeah. They shouldn't, if a, if a movie's two hours, two hours, 15, like most of these are, I shouldn't feel like I've been sitting there for two hours, halfway, halfway through. I shouldn't be like, oh, it's almost over, and then it's not. Yeah. So, I think that just the pacing was probably a little bit off in some places. I wonder... If that had something, like how you're talking about the editing. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of it. Like, by breaking up the action more. That it seems slower. Yeah. I think it probably does. (laughs) What I said when we were watching it is during the pod race, every three minutes, 
every two minutes they had to cut back to like his mom and Qui-Gon looking at the little screen and making the same facial expressions like, oh no, is he going to be okay? And I was like, you could have done that once and we would have got it that they're still doing it the whole time, but they did it like four times. Right. And I was like, unnecessary. Like, that's a little thing and that's probably not, like, just taking things like that out probably wouldn't cut the time down that much. But I do think that shows that there's a little bit of like a pacing something going on there. Uh, Ivy thinks every movie is too long. No, I don't. Um, the Goofy movie is a perfect one <laughs> because it's a perfect movie. There, there are some weird pacing things, and they they are a little bit rambly. Like they could have used yeah. like a scene or two less. And yeah. it's, it's not like yeah, it's not like there's anything wrong with a two hour movie or a two and a half hour movie. But you gotta have you gotta back it up, and yeah. and these don't really. Uh, yeah, I agree. My final complaint is that the movie's called Attack of the Clones, and it's the droids that attack, not the clones. The clones attack eventually. No, the droids attack, the clones come in to save everybody. They don't attack. Well, the droids aren't really attacking, they're just kind of there, right? He sends the droid and says, kill all these Jedi that are standing in the middle here. The droids are attacking. I guess so. The clones come in to save the Jedi. Yeah, but it sounds, okay... When you announce the title of a movie. Here's the thing. My entire life I thought the clones were bad guys. And so I'm still confused because the clones are good guys. And I thought the clones were bad guys. Which brings up another point that I almost forgot. Which is that it seems weird that everybody's concerned that there's an army. And then they realize that it's like clones. And there's no discussion about whether it's ethical or not to make clones. And to make them fight and to program them. To be the best warriors or whatever. Yeah. It's it's super weird to me that didn't come up once. Did it? It, it comes up in, in the, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. <laughs> See, that makes sense. But, like, it's super weird to me that nobody batted an eye that, like, they're forcing these clones to die for them. And Because right. a clone is more of a person than a droid is. A droid is something that you build and it's right. a robot and it doesn't feel feelings. But those clones are people. Mm-hmm. Even if they're clones and not they're built to be soldiers. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I That weirded me out. I thought that that would be a, a thing. Yeah. That was weird. It is It is a little weird that it doesn't come up. Yeah. Or that, yeah, Obi-Wan wasn't like, oh. Like, it was, oh, crap, there's an army, not, oh, crap, it's clones. Right. And that seems backwards. It seems like, oh, there's an army. They're clones? Like, that's how it should have yeah. been. But it was the opposite. Right. That's weird. But that's all I got. And we probably ought to, ought to wrap this up. We should... <laughs> Honestly, we're pretty much at the end of podcast time. Uh, we'll make the end quick. <laughs> that's what we always say. Uh, okay, what is your overall rating? Uh, overall, as the three movies together, I give it a 7 out of 10. Maybe a 7.5 is fair. 8 seems like too much. 8 would be too many. Um... If I was rating them individually, some of them are lower than those. I think episode three is pretty good, like, overall. Um, I think the other two drag it down a lot more. Sure. Um, I think think something that's interesting is that there's a lot of room for interpretation with these, whereas I don't think the original trilogy had that much room to interpret why people are doing things or why they are the way they are. Mm -hmm. It's just like... Han Solo's the independent rogue flies by his own rules 
guy. Yeah. And that's just how he is. There's no, like, debating what... It's just that's how it is. I mean, it's... As an example. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit part of the story, too. Like, what is good, what is not good. Yeah. Who is right. But I think... These leave a lot more open to interpretation of why people did things or why they act the way they do or why yeah. they believe certain things. There's a lot of, like, more jumps that you have to make in your own head. Uh, like like we've been saying about, like, they don't come out and say, Anakin, you've had a rough life. You kind of realize that on your own and you interpret what that means to him and whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody says that to you necessarily. Maybe a little bit, but not just, I'm just giving examples. Mm-hmm. Um but, like I keep saying, I don't know, I really can't tell if that was on purpose. And sometimes it feels like maybe it was, and sometimes it feels like it wasn't. That it was just a blank that we're filling in. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily supposed to be. That it was just maybe something that got overlooked, or something that they didn't have time to go back and tie up, or something that just slipped through. Yeah. So, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it was meant to be that way all the time. Um, and it sucks because I thought there was a lot of potential, but with, with some confusing plot stuff and some weird writing moments, it kind of takes you out of how cool it all is at the same time, sort of. Yeah. So it's not like it wasn't cool because it was, but there were other things that kind of distracted you from the cool stuff, I think. Um, yeah, I just wonder what was on purpose and what wasn't. And I think it's, but it's kind of cool at the same time that there's a lot of thinking to do about it. Yeah. Whereas I don't think the original trilogy gives you that much room to like sit and think. Sure. Like these ones do. What's your rating? Um. So overall, I said they're actually good movies, and everyone is wrong. Um, I don't think they're without their shortcomings, mm-hmm. but I think that the like the overarching kind of story, um, and the the characters really make up for it. Um, I mean, they're entertaining movies. Yeah. Like, whether you're not a Star Wars fan or not, they're just fun. Um, I think the the positives outweigh the cons, though I do think that, like, there was so much potential, mm-hmm. and they missed some of it. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, I could probably nitpick you down the entire, like, trilogy, and want to change all sorts of stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Um, but I said seven and a half. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. I also said that um, it does pique my interest enough to make me maybe want to watch the show someday. Don't. I'm. N- we're not making this a thing, but I am interested in like the other things. I shouldn't have said that because now you're going to annoy me about it. Yep. Uh, cool. Did we do it? Yeah. I think you know we what's gotta, something? I just this <laughs> I think is, we gotta move on. Is what I was gonna say. But no, now you're I was gonna, gonna tell gonna, me. <laughs> the only the like the one thing that I I never thought about and it upsets me a little bit now is when Anakin is in the Darth Vader suit right at yeah. the end. It's the full Darth Vader suit. Mm-hmm. Like you see it in episode four. Mm-hmm. Here's how I wish this would have happened. Because this is how my this is how I I like when movies do. Mm-hmm. He's like laying on the table, right? Yeah. And the mask is coming down. Yeah. And the mask goes over him, and that's the end of that scene. 
That would have been better. It would have been so much better. That would have been better. Because then... Than him going like, blah! Right. So, if you've not seen the original trilogy, you're watching that for the first time. Yeah. And the mask goes over, cut scene, then you're like... What? You're right. And so <laughs> then, four starts... And he walks in in that suit, and you're like, "Oh wait, what? Yeah, is that the." But uh, it, but it o- it only works because they're assuming you've watched the original trilogy first. Agreed. And so you get that nostalgia kick. Yep. From seeing the mask, you know the thing. I agree. It would have been better. That would have just been like a great filmmaking moment. Yeah. And they just they're like, no, we have to show him in the the mask with the breathing and the. Yeah, no. You're totally right. I have one more point to make. Okay. Why does everybody have such ugly hair until episode three? <laughs> Why do they make Jedi's ugly? Why do they give them those stupid ponytails and braids and Because they're like, they're like monks. I hate them. The, the, I think like the, the shaved head and the braids are is like literally a monk thing. I, I don't disagree, but they look so dumb. They do. They're, like, they're all hot guys, and they all look so <laughs> gross. <laughs> Well, that's not important, Ivy, because they can't have uh, romantic relationships. It's almost like that rule's meant to be broken. I mean... I'd marry Obi-Wan, and it's fine. I would. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's my favorite yeah. character by far. They said I saw a thing that was like, Obi-Wan is actually the best Jedi. Yes. Because he, like, never loses his religion, even though a bunch of really crappy that's stuff... That's him in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> that's him in the spot. Light. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Like, all that terrible stuff happens to him. Yeah. And, like, some of it because of that. And he never loses it. How come... You know, in the Clone Wars, he has a girlfriend. (gasps) You told me about that, I think. See? He breaks the rules, too. Like I said, he says, I loved you, Anakin. Which is breaking the rules. I know, but... Except for they were like, Anakin, you can't have connections. Quit breaking the rules. Except for Obi-Wan was breaking the rules and nobody cared about that because everybody knows that he broke crush on Anakin. Everybody knew. So the difference is when people are like, Obi-Wan, don't do that. He goes, okay. And when people go, Anakin, don't do that. He's like already doing it. (laughs) Yeah, but Obi-Wan was already doing it and it was against the rules and no one cared when he did it. I I thought He just didn't have a lady. So I'd like to add... Um, there's a video which I recommend that everyone watch from Pop Culture Detective, and it's called The Case Against the Jedi. And basically, they're saying that the reason that uh, Anakin becomes Darth Vader is, like, lack of emotional support. Yeah. And I was like, that's really interesting. I've not never thought about it like that. And you know the only two people who give him emotional support? Padme and Obi-Wan? Padme and the Emperor. Oh, yeah. Well... Yes. Obi-Wan does a little, because he encourages him and stuff, and he's like, you're my friend, and like I right. care about you, but you're right. But, I mean, it's it's mostly just like, when he's like, I'm sad, Obi-Wan's like, eh, don't think about it. Yeah. And Yoda's definitely like, don't think about it. Yoda's like, don't talk to me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then Padme's usually like, that's so sad. And then the Emperor's like... Tell me more. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more. Why are the Jedi making you sad? Why is it their fault? Like, yeah. I mean, he's all twisty, and he probably doesn't mean it, but like, it kind of aids his cause. Yeah. Yep. You're right. 
Watching this again, I'm like, I, I, everything that he says, I'm like, I don't trust it. Like, he's <laughs> lying, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Also, here's another thing. All right. This we is... gotta stop sometime. I know. I could. I still have things I could talk about, too. I still have my theory. Okay. So here's the thing. They put out a comic, right? So the whole thing was Anakin has no father. Yes. Right. Correct. Immaculate conception. That's why he's so messed up. Also, Star Wars loves fathers. Also true. Um, so I, I, and then they put out this comic strip, right? When? Uh, a little back. And it said that the Emperor controlled the midichlorians and his mother to make Anakin. I believe that. Okay. I buy it. I was like, that is the dumbest thing. Nope. I've ever heard. No, listen. No, I'm saying I. It's it totally makes sense. Right. I don't. I. I don't. I didn't like it. Yeah. When I first heard that, I'm like, that's why that would make, like I, because I thought, oh, it's everything's a coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. Them discovering Anakin. No, nope. it's not. Nope, that was planned. So watching the first one, again, Qui Gon says. The Force conceived him, which I never remembered hearing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that is at least in movie, and it validates it. Yeah. The scene when they're in the opera thing, yeah. right? The Darth Plagueis the Wise. Uh-huh. He's talking to him, and he said he even learned how to manipulate the midi-chlorians uh-huh. and create life, and he gives him a look like that. Yeah. And I was like... He did it! <laughs> Because well, because like he planned everything else out so perfectly, why would we not believe that he started that far back? Right, and like he knew about the prophecy, probably right. Yeah, so that's why he made everybody think that the prophecy that it was going to be Anakin. That's half the reason that they let him in because of that prophecy thing. Even right. though Yoda's like, well, maybe we read it wrong, and it's like, yeah, you did. I think. <laughs> I mm, see that's that's also very interesting. There are theories on that as well. So, did Anakin in fact bring balance to the Force? Maybe. There's a theory that states balance means that there's equal light yeah. as there is dark, and at the end of Revenge of the Sith, there's two Jedi's and two Sith. Not wrong. So, kids, what have we learned today? Can I say my one theory that you don't believe real I do, quick? I don't like it. You I don't can care. say it, but I don't I like it. I think... Here's my Star Wars theory. I think that, not on purpose, uh, Anakin accidentally uh, force... What is it? Uses Jedi mind tricks to uh, force Padme to fall in love with him on accident. Because she wasn't into it, and she was the one that was saying, no, we shouldn't do this, until he finally was like, yeah, okay, I believe you. But I think he wanted her so bad that he was doing it subconsciously, using Jedi mind tricks, and eventually she, that's why eventually she was like, but I do love you. Like, she, deep down she did want to be with him, but she would never, she wouldn't have done it. She wouldn't have acted on it. And then he wanted her so bad that he, like, projected his mind tricks Onto her, and eventually that's what turned the tide on her. That's why she changed her mind before they were, like, about to be killed. A couple things. And I said this before, but I'll say it on record. Um, one, there's no, no, like, um, what's the word? 
Um, like what, you know, in court cases, whenever there's like a prior case that they can write precedence, there's no precedence in any of the movies that that is a thing that happens. What do you mean? Accidentally using the force? Right. Two. Mind tricks only work on the weak-minded. And Pat love May makes not. you weak. That's why Jedis aren't allowed to love. She had the love, but she wasn't going to act on it. It was making her weak, therefore susceptible to his charms. Emotionally weak and mentally weak are not the same thing. I don't know that I agree with that. <sighs> Did you Google it? Because I'm sure somebody has a theory somewhere. I'm sure they do. No, I haven't. Because okay. I'm just, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I think we got to be done now. <laughs> Can, we, can I tell everyone about my favorite prequel meme? No, it's, it doesn't work unless you can see it. Um, no, we'll post it. All right. Post it on the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow, post this on the Instagram. I just, I just thought it. Um, so coming up next, uh, we're going to do the other four Star Wars movies, and then we'll do the Clone Wars. And I will be forever happy. The other four? Yes, there's two sequel movies mm-hmm. and two offshoot movies. Why don't we just wait? Until Skywalker comes out. Alright. Because I want to watch Star Wars. Why would... Shush. But also, we do need to watch Solo. We, we'll, yeah, we'll, we, we can do those two in the meantime. And then after after episode number comes out, <laughs> we'll do the, the those. <laughs> we'll do the rays. Okay. Okay, so now that we talked about that forever... We're going to do a really quick round of Would You Rather. We used up all of our review time and all of our game time and a little more than that. <laughs> I love Star Wars so much. I hope, I think that was an interesting conversation that I think people will enjoy. So Please send us your Star Wars theories and uh, tell me how much you love Cad Bane from the Clone Wars. Okay. I like Darren Vader. <laughs> I can't decide if he's my favorite character or if Ahsoka's my favorite character from the Clone Wars. You'll, she's you, so good. You'll just have to think about it on your own time. Because now it's game time. And we gotta do this. <laughs> we gotta. <laughs> and we're not editing, so this is just gonna be a long episode. Sorry. Um, the rules for Would You Rather today is you gotta pick quick, man. <laughs> uh, no, no belaboring today. So, we're going to play our game, Would You Rather, and now, it's a Now, game. wait a minute. Every time I pick quick, you get mad at me for not asking any questions. You're still allowed to ask questions. <laughs> I'm just saying that we can't sit here and go, um, forever this time. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um. Uh, okay, so, Would You Rather, if you've never heard us play it, is a game where we give each other two options to pick between, we've guessed which one the other's going to pick, and then we uh, tell them the answer, and we get a point if we're right. If we had guessed correctly. Why are you staring at me like that? I was thinking about Star Wars points. <laughs> I'm sorry. throw things at you. Okay, so I'm going to ask first because I'm ready. Matt, would you rather have purple skin or have permanent bedhead? Permanent bedhead. That's what I said. Point five. Uh, Ivy, would you rather... Um, would you rather... Watch the same movie for 24 hours straight, or watch all of the Star Wars movies in order, which is actually 22 hours and 25 minutes. That one. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Ha-ha! I do have friends that have done that uh, Groundhog Day challenge, though. 
Did you see that there was a thing that if you... There was a movie theater mm-hmm. that they showed all of the Marvel movies? Yeah, I and then, think so. But if you stayed through them all, they showed Endgame like a week early. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Uh, cool. Round two. Uh, would you rather be able to do one really good impressive dance move or be able to be really good at singing one song? Can I still sing other songs? You can sing them, but it's not, it's average. Okay. I think I did that one. That's why I thought you'd say. All right. I, I, when do I ever need to dance? I don't know. If you want to impress somebody. Uh, Ivy, would you rather never eat ice cream again or never drink a milkshake again? Never drink a milkshake. What? I got it wrong. I like an ice cream cone. I think milkshakes are more applicable to more situations. I think they're easier to eat because you just go... <laughs> but I like... I. You know me and my waffle cone. That's true. And my blizzards. Uh, so you were wrong. When was the last time you had a blizzard? That's been a little while. Probably last summer or something. Hmm. Uh, would you rather, round three, the only restaurant you can eat at is McDonald's, or the only store you can go to is Walmart? Those are both the worst things. Um, I, I probably, Walmart, I really hate Walmart, but McDonald's makes me physically ill. Well, you could just not eat out. Oh, you didn't say that. I didn't say you had to eat only at McDonald's. I just said it's the only restaurant you're allowed to go to. Well, that's not fun either. I'll go. To, I'll just go to Walmart. I I thought that you would say you'd never go to. Walmart. I'll just be miserable. Thank you. So I was wrong. Yes, um, Ivy, uh, you have to eat one of the following things for the, every meal for the following week. Do you eat tacos or pizza? Pizza. Yes. Good. Okay. What's the score? Two to two. Yep. Round four. Would you rather always be given the newest game console whenever it comes out? Any brand. Newest Xbox, newest PlayStation, whatever. Okay. Uh, Or have free games for life from one series. So anytime a Mario game comes out, you get one. Or Pokemon or whatever, you gotta pick one. But you just get the game. Even if it's for a system you don't have. I think I'd go with the systems. Because... Really? Because costs effectively... Like, that's the expensive part. If I want to play the new Pokemon game, I can just go get it, and I don't have to buy the new system. Because if the new Pokemon game comes out, it doesn't matter if it's free, I still don't have the system, right? I guess so. I thought you would pick games. I was wrong. You're incorrect, man. I thought you would say, I don't care about new consoles. I thought you would... Uh... I'll give you your new favorite album on an 8-track tape. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. Why not? You don't have an 8-track player. I can get one. <laughs> but you could just buy the album for so much cheaper. I know. That was just the question. Okay. Ivy, would you rather be the captain of a submarine or a politician? Politician. I'm, a, I'm not going in a submarine. <laughs> You're not going to get me in a submarine. Don't catch me in I, a submarine. I thought you were going to have to think longer about that because I figured you'd really hate being a politician. But no. uh, you would really also hate being a politician. I would hate submarines much more. I'm not going in a submarine. That's not allowed. <laughs> uh, Matt, would you rather be allowed to ask George Lucas one question 
or get to see Rise of Skywalker one day early? Um, I'd rather see the movie a day early. That's what I said. Yeah. Do you know, if you could ask him one question, do you know what it'd be? Um, I... You, would I, you have to think about I it? I mean, it would... That's such a, like... Like, not about, like, his life or his process. I mean, like, if you wanted the answer to something about Star Wars. Why is something, or what happened? I... I don't think I could narrow it down to one question. <laughs> um, and I I don't know if I care. That's fine. There's not a lot of, like, super mystery. I had no idea. I didn't know if there were things to know or not, to be honest. I It'd be interesting. Like, is Steven Spielberg nice? I don't know. Like, what? Yeah, see, but I meant, like, about... Right. About the movies. I don't know. Anyway. I think my question it is would be, uh, can I watch the new one now? But he <laughs> he's not part of doesn't it. Doesn't make that's that was not that was a waste of my question. <laughs> um He's like, I don't know. Ivy, would you rather This is for the win, by the way. I know. Uh would you rather be woken up every morning morning by somebody th- <laughs> Morning. Morning. <laughs> Would you rather be woken up every morning by somebody throwing a bucket of water on your face? Oh, man. Or dumped out of bed like in the Wallace and Gromit movies? Like your bed like mechanically springs yeah. up and you're just dumped on the floor. Do I get hurt when it dumps me on the floor? Um, We'll say no, but it's... I mean, it's so unpleasant. Super anno- annoying, yeah. Uh, That one, though. Not the water. I would not say the water. I would rather it be the fling me. Oh, it seems that I've not selected which one I thought it was. Uh, uh, well, then you have to scrap that question and tell me your bonus. Uh, would you rather watch a horror movie or the artsiest foreign film ever made? Oh, the artsiest foreign film ever made. Uh, I win anyhow. No, I, I do not. I would rather sit through anything than a scary movie. You done did it, man. Hooray! You done did it. Okay, so we gotta get out of here. Thank you for listening to this long-winded episode. We hope it was interesting, and we value your viewership. And we're not editing it, so too bad. I might put the theme song in this week. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, we do need the theme song, either way. Oh. Well, I didn't put it in last week's. Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Should I have done that? Yes. The theme song always goes in. Hey guys, the theme song will always be in from this point out. (laughs) Hey, if you like what you hear, you can always follow us on social media or subscribe on iTunes. We upload every single Monday new talking videos. And, uh... Fancy new talking videos. These talking videos with no pictures. And, uh, if you have any questions or suggestions for us, we will check our email more often because we're going to be better about that. And uh, you can send us messages on social media whenever you feel like it. And we'll, uh, we'll take them into account. Suggest us things to do. Suggestuation. We love when you get involved. Uh, thanks again, and we love you. And Star Wars. Goodbye. Goodbye.